I'm Andy Lee. You're listening to Off the Wall. You're welcome along to Off the Wall. It's Off the Ball's Game of Thrones podcast, and it is unfortunately our final episode for now, anyway. And this podcast is brought to you with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland and their Game of Thrones territory, boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan. For more, head on to discovernorthernireland.com. We've got a full studio, full house today. You're very welcome, Tommy. Hello. Andy. And Sue's back. Yes. How are you? I survived. Survived LA and Vegas. I've no money left. Well, <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's a complicated one. I genuinely one. had we, a we minus 107 euro on my back. <laughs> back. Class. We could, we could <laughs> no. do a full 40 minute podcast on getting on into my roulette the, the, the gentle impact yeah. of this. Yeah. No, uh, we're going to get into awards in a moment, but like we should ask. Uh, we saw your video last week. We uh, were greatly entertained by your video last week of your disgust <laughs> for the end of Game of Thrones. I think it's fair to say. I'm more annoyed the further I get away from it. I don't know if that's the same with you. Like, I can't even... So I went back to the box and I'd been in the middle of watching season four and I deleted it. And I'm, Did you? I'm done. I can't, I can't go back here. Anger. I genuinely can't go back. Knowing how it ended, I'm like, I can't go back to these characters. Because it's pointless. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I was really... I know it's a series and it's only a series and everyone's been saying that to us, but it's 10 years of your life with something that you really love and you're like... It's not only a series. A, it's not. <laughs> Some people watch Prison Break six times over. <laughs> Some people do. And they have problems. <laughs> this guy, this guy. I haven't, I've seen it twice. Twice? <laughs> Once yeah. is enough. So, like, anger set in for you? Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Like, the first few minutes of that episode, I thought were good. The more, when I heard you talk about Drogon and how silly it is that a dragon would burn down the Iron Throne, I was like, oh, that is kind of silly. And then I got annoyed at that as well. Because initially I thought it was a nice symbolism. Mm. And I'm like, why would he do that? He's a dragon. He doesn't care about a throne. He would have just burnt John. Should have burnt John. So he should have burnt John. And then the, that whole small council where the tone was just all off and it just wasn't funny. Braun kept talking about brothels. Hated that whole scene. Really hated it. And then the constant ending of John's story it was like and then and this is the end and this that's a good point actually they, they, they did drag it out quite a it, bit they really dragged it out yeah. it was just kind of like I don't know like Brienne writing the thing like it was not so silly it was it like a daytime TV show mm. <laughs> yeah QVC ad just you should have just opened the book looked at the book and we would have known yeah. we would have known that she would have written, written something lovely there was no need to show us I just very disappointing Are they made just, us out to be stupid that's what I that's true angry true. Sue Andy what are you? <sighs> I'm angry disappointed yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it is it's I don't even know how to say it but I can understand your disinterest in the show now and like even us sitting here today it's like yeah it's redundant isn't it you know what I mean like yeah. I think I feel, it feels like, so, like we ha- it. Um, the amount of time I put into this show like <laughs> you, you guys know <laughs> how deep I got into it like over the years from the start to the finish but you put your time into Okay, the show. Yeah, with the, the books, the, the law, the history, uh, all that, all that but stuff. But it's not, it's not over, Andy. It's not over, but it's just like, just I just can't believe that they 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 allowed it to happen this way. That no one like none of the powers of HBO just said, "Oh, hold on a second here," you know. Let's just give this a bit more time. Let's give it at least ten episodes, and finish this out right. How long? How much more is it going to take? You know, just put in that extra fifteen percent. Yeah. To do it right, because. If this is the if that was if this is how the book ends at all the main points that Brandon ends up king, that Daenerys goes mad and gets killed by Jon Snow, that Jon just goes off to to the north and rejects his his heritage, if that is the end, that's fine. But like, bring us there. Bring us there. Yeah. Make us believe it. Make us like 
see like the reasons why this this is the way it ends. Don't just like throw it to us and slap mm -hmm. it in our faces at the in, at the last fifty at the last fifteen minutes of the final episode. Do we want to? Wallow in our misery over a season eight, or do, or do you want to go back and actually you, remember you some, some of the highlights? Like, well, I, I'm, I'm getting positive. Like, my attitude is more one of apathy. Like, I moved on to Chernobyl already. Yeah, oh, Chernobyl excellent. is excellent. Yeah, well, uh, like, let's just start a new show on Chernobyl. You know, we'll be starting that podcast next week, and you can really get stuck into the history there. So, <laughs> Chernobyl is absolutely it's brilliant. It's pretty fantastic. good. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant, but we Look, don't have time to talk about Chernobyl. <laughs> what's your What's your residing like your residing feeling after? Like, in my opinion, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Apathy. Like. There's no it's way. There's no way. Such a disservice. You guys probably you liked it, but you like you weren't as invested as I am. I, I'm not. just like <laughs> I don't know how. Feels how, like he's like, lost like, yeah, I just no. I just really like I just can't believe it's actually like I actually can't believe it. I really can't believe this is how it's played out. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I really just can't believe it. Like, like so we're recording this on a Tuesday, so it was eight days ago that we watched the season finale. Seven days ago, I forgot about Game of Thrones. Twelve hours, I'd say. It was yeah. like, yeah. I thought about it every day, and I just said, I, can, I still can't believe how, how it played out. There was no you, disappointment on Sunday either. That was the main thing. Because yeah. it's like when the football season finishes for NFL and the Super Bowl's over, that next Sunday, I'm like, what do I do with my life? Yeah. Like, there was none of that. It was back. just like, no. That's, that's what so I mentioned last week, that like when a show ends, leaves a void, or yeah. something, you know, something good ends in your life. But, but with this, just because of the disgust with it, it's like... Yeah, yeah. I thought you summed it up pretty well. The reason Game of Thrones captured us was that they nailed that art of telling you a story, making you care, and then ripping it away from you. Like, there was no red wedding moment. There was no, like... It was just, it was just an emptiness. There was no build-up. It was just like, oh, lads. Mm. Anyways. Yeah, for sure. And the good news today is that we're going to celebrate those great yeah. moments because we're going to look back on six of our themes of the entire series of Game of Thrones. I'd be interested to see how many Season 8 winners there are here. There's a couple of negative categories, so maybe it'll be all Season 8 winners here. We're going to go through Best Death, Best Battle, Best Relationship, The Most Impactful Character, Best Villain, Most Stupid Moment... A couple of season eight shouts in there, perhaps. A couple of season seven, for sure. Uh, and best moment. We're all going to pick our own. There's probably going to be a bit of crossover. And we will start with best death. Uh, I might lead this one off, because I've definitely got one off the top of my head here, and it's Kyburn. I just saw what it was. I was <laughs> laughing to myself. I was like, typical for you to it's, pick that one. It's Kyburn. For me, it, it was, was over just so quickly. perfect. <laughs> he didn't deserve anything more. He didn't no. deserve anything better. He was uh, a sleazy. terrible, sleazy, Again, yeah. but like, not even a maester. But I thought, I thought like that was a good end. The rush nature of the whole thing, that he, his death was funny. It was good, good, good crack now. Like, but <laughs> what did he do? Well, like, we didn't find out anything about him, like what his motives were. Did he have his own agenda? Mm -hmm. Like, he was just simply there to, to serve. So that, like, th yeah. there was none of that explored. And what did he do with like? Why was why was he so interested in the zombies? Like in the the zombies, the white's hand mm. back in season seven when he was like, "Can I keep this?" You know, when John <laughs> brings up the White Walker, the white. Can I keep like, this? Like, you know, he's like he's got the hand himself. Like, so what? What? Like, I thought there would have been some reveal there. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, what did he actually do to the mountain? But that, like, great death. Yeah, great death. Yeah. I I, I agree with you though. Yeah. See, so what are you going for? Hodor. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like in fairness, it's still the one the moment, that had yeah. yeah. It's the one that had the most impact on me. I was devastated at the end of that. And the end of that episode is amazing and he's holding the door. It's just and the flashback and you get to understand Bran a bit better. I thought it was it was so devastating that you know he knew his entire life he was getting to that moment and he still went there. He still protected Bran. It's just so devastating. Mm. Brilliant. And the twist as well kind of yeah. created the whole scene. Yeah. Well, it's so can good. I just say something else? Yeah. 
it's been shown, established there in two scenes in that season where Bran can affect the pass. One mm. with Hodor, yeah. one where Shaq calls out to the young Ned Stark at the Tower of mm. Does that have any impact on, how, no. on the end of the show? No impact whatsoever. No, because there was a rumour he could speak to the Mad King as well. And yeah, that was, that like, was the voices the Mad King was yeah. hearing. And that might happen in the box. Yeah. But They never went back to it. No impact on the final outcome of the show. No. Ah, oh, but hold on. Didn't Bran say, why did you think I come all this way? I know, but you didn't say. Yeah, I know, but you didn't. That like, was the worst. That tied every. That's tied all together. That tied it all together. Get so annoyed with that line. I came all this way. Me too. I got I so like, annoyed. Prick, who do you think you are? Yeah, uh, Andy, who have you gone for? Um, Ned Stark is the biggest death, isn't it? You know, and sets the whole thing in motion. Mm. Um, and it's probably the biggest shock one because. You didn't expect him to be gone. Yeah, because up to that point on in TV history, you got the main star. And he's he's untouchable. He's got plot armor. He's never going to die. But this show just completely kills the main star. And never had read the book. At that point, hadn't read the books. Didn't know what it was all about. And then he's gone. You're sucked in. That's it. Then mm. you just can't believe it. It um, was martyrdom for your Game of Thrones interest. Ned yeah, Stark. It was Scott, that got me going. So for me, Ned Stark. Have you gone for Tommy? For me, best death isn't something that's funny or it isn't something that's you know. Oh, I didn't see that coming. It's something that is either really like awful and horrible and you have to look away or it's something that you know what that's justified so I, I, I've been thinking about it now for the last number of hours and days I mean like, <laughs> the last few minutes Ramsey Bolton yeah yeah his comeuppance justified and like I love that moment Sansa Stark just watching as the dogs rip into him oh, he, yeah. just, he just got served you know what he deserved he just got it yes yeah, sh- that'll be a shout out for um the Martell from Dawn getting his eyes over and Martell, yeah, 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 over and you're getting popped out by. Uh, that was a crazy moment. Yeah, even in TV history, that was yeah. kind of like. After that, we he was going like, for the game with the hound as well. Yeah, like what I love about that one is, uh, and with the Hodor one, is the kind of build up to that. And I think the, it's the same it kind of goes for the Ned Stark one as well, where you're like, this isn't going to happen, is it? The Hodor, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Mm. With Martell, with Oberyn, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> oh no. It's like that slow build. And I think Joffrey kind of feeds into that as well. It's like the slow build of what is going wrong here. Yeah, yeah. And I, it kind of makes you a little bit paranoid for a little while. So maybe, maybe like, maybe, well, yeah. yeah, he, he yeah. does. It, that was absolutely fantastic. But Can I give a shout out? To another wild card, yeah. Like took absolutely no join it, obviously. But Shireen Baratheon's death. Oh. Well, that, talk about it, had a horrific death. Yeah, and you're just like, part like it's it's kind of needless, but it was just so horrifying. Mm. And you know, Stannis and the mother kind of realizing what's just happening halfway through. Yeah, and like that 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 had an impact uh, on you, like, like that. I'm not sure if that, that will happen. The books they haven't happened. They had, uh, up at this point, in the books Stannis still camped out just outside the window, mm. preparing for the battle. Like, um. But like, <clears throat> for fans of the books, like and we who are mad about Daenerys going mad now, like think about all the people who love Stannis. I was a bit, I, li- I like Stannis, you know. Yeah. He, I, I really liked him. I just started like him, but then I realized he was just a just. Oh, he's just. Uh, he just has to do it right. He's he just can't him, help he? himself. He's so You're strange. thinking of the TV Stannis though. I like yeah. TV Stannis. I like him. Yeah. Stannis the Manus, yeah. But like he was, <laughs> he was, he was, he was like <laughs> ripped <laughs> apart. He was like his game. He was character. Ah, I love that. No, kill those, kill those. Sounds screen. like a Ukrainian middleweight, Stannis <laughs> the Manus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, something in Creed 3 let's, uh, let's move on to best battle what are you going for Tommy? Did you, who's your, oh you called your best Kyburn, battle yeah. sorry sorry I forgot about Kyburn best battle like I don't know Bat- battle of the bastards I enjoyed that one I enjoyed that one there's lots to enjoy like, about, about you, the is there any other battle of the bastards shouts because I'm going for battle of the bastards I'm going for battle of the bastards 
I'm going hard home. Yeah, I think oh. I think hard home is the critic's choice. Hard home is yeah. like the pinnacle of Game of Thrones. I think. Really? Yeah, it is. It is like, you know, just big reveal at, and of the Night King and how strong his army is, and John being able to kill one with a Valyrian steel. That was mm. a big, you know, secret revealed. And also then the riot, the riot, not in the face. Anything like these two guys are destined to the stare out. down. The stare down. No. Uh. No impact in the story. <laughs> no impact in the final outcome. Like, but at that moment, it was epic. Yeah, it was, you know, and, and them escaping with, the, with one giant and him becoming mm. an ally. It was pretty good. That was, that was a great scene, you know, yeah. The, 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 great, the whole thing about it was it was played out through this mother, wily mother, and her two children, who they die. Yeah. And she sees them become oh, yeah, yeah, affected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she... she, 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 she She's standing there. She, she takes, gets... Takes it. And then at the end, you see her... She's a white walker. Like, and that was another, another thing missed in the final season that could have been some returning characters who had died. Mm. Like, where, like they, sh- they could have showed Hodo. We thought Hodo was coming back. Yeah, they could have showed Hodo. They could have showed that, that, that mother from a wily mother. Yeah. It just would have been a nice touch, wouldn't it, you know? Would have been a nice callback or something. Just on Battle of the Bastards, like, one of the scenes in that, just before uh, Sansa and Baelish arrived to save the day, when Jon Snow is being suffocated at the bottom of that just pile oh, yeah. of bodies like in terms of a TV moment like you're, you're drawn into that like that, that was that was kind of and there's nice symmetry there with um, Daenerys as well with the crowd come around yes, her whenever Lisa, she's Lisa, yeah. Yeah. so the whole thing works brilliantly yeah I thought it was a great TV and battle yeah what did you go for Sue? Battle of Winterfell yeah, really. I still think that that episode is absolutely brilliant. Right. Like I thought, the rest of the season was terrible, but I loved that episode so much. I thought the first fifteen minutes were as good as anything they've done. Like the Dothraki was stupid, though. Let's not. It was a stupid know, move, like but yeah, in terms stupid. of the tension. But yeah, mm. where the lights all went out. I mean, there was lots to like about that episode. I liked that you couldn't see everything that was going on. I think that was the idea behind it, and I liked the the whole thing that was going on with Sansa and the crypts, and suddenly she's the Cersei of the thing. I loved the, the Night King. I loved the end. I thought that was great. I loved all of that episode. I thought it was brilliant. Goes right. back to a time when we weren't all broken by Game of Thrones as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we were all like... And he's kind of looking off into the distance there. Kind of, yeah. It was the start. I mean, like... I think I was kind of biased towards my boy that I came getting killed off. <laughs> yeah, you uh, were very upset about that. The, yeah. the warning signs were there. Hashtag called it, I think, is yeah. the technical phrase. What do you I think about like the respawning <laughs> of the Dothraki and the Unsullied? Oh, when yeah. you look at the final episode... And, they're, and they're, they're, they're all out in the plaza. Do you know what? There's thousands of them. I didn't think there was that many of them. Yeah, I kind of thought it was a bit daft. It didn't look like there was that many. What about when you look at um, when they had the face-off and the confrontation with Cersei, where she's up on the parapets and they've got Masande, you know, mm. and they have There's only there must be like yeah, there's no there's thirty no, odd. On she only brings some of them with her. I don't know. I don't know. Weren't I, some of them coming down with John though? That whole scene was so stupid as well. Like she's in range of the three people she wanted to kill: Tyrion, Daenerys, and you know, and Grey Worm. Like Cersei, she's up there with with ballistas. Mm. Mm. Nothing to lose, nothing to hold out for. And she and she leaves them leave, knowing that they're coming back next next the next day with them. Next week, yeah. next Sunday night. Around nine o'clock. Best relationship, Andy. Who have you gone for? Um, probably one you lol. Um, there's there's a lot. There is a lot. Like there is a lot. Jamie and Tyrion. Jamie at uh, Varys and Tyrion, Littlefinger little and Varys. There's a lot. I'm going for the Hound and Arya. <laughs> yeah. Is anybody not sure. going for the Hound and Arya? <laughs> that was great. I have John yeah. and Arya down as John the second one. Yeah, I always thought there was a lovely connection between the two of them. I think the, and I think the acting was very good between them as well to show that 
when they were reunited, how much they meant Brotherly, to each other. Sisterly I mean, love. they haven't seen. You can still feel the impact of John in her life all the way across the season. That's what I really liked about that. And when they were reunited, and I loved in the last episode when he goes, "What are you doing here? <laughs> Go home." <laughs> it's just I thought it was nice. But the Hound and Aria is probably the best, though. Isn't yeah, it? are you going for Hound and Aria as well? Because I certainly am. No, Tyrion and Varys. Tyrion and Varys. The two, the two boys plotting in the background the whole Aww. time, just pulling the you strings. You betrayed him. Ah, did he really? Yeah. He didn't really betray him. Yeah, he did. Who betrayed who? Tyrion, Tyrion betrayed, betrayed Varys. Varys. Sorry, yes. He, he didn't really like. He was I caught. Loved Varys he was caught in a rock and hard place. I hope you're right. He I thought that was skin, great. Didn't he? Kind of threw Bar- Varys under the bus. Ah, but it wasn't Varys doing that his whole life. Like Varys would have done the exact same thing to Tyrion if the roles were reversed. Mm. Not sure about that. Only if oh. it was good for the realm. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty open that realm. Yeah, I always enjoyed when the two boys were on screen together. Yeah, there were great moments. I, I think we, there's kind of they're all good relationships. Maybe it'd be better if we asked for the worst relationship. Um, but I, I don't think we'll actually do that. I actually think that if you think talk about a best relationship or the most important relationship that we had, like it's hard to overstate the importance of Jamie and Cersei's relationship. It was obviously a relationship that from the start mm. we were like, this is yeah. a terrible, oh, terrible wrong, thing. Hey. What is what is wrong? Yeah. And come the end. A couple of people would have been feeling sorry for them in the crypts. Yeah. I was feeling sorry for them in the crypts. I was. I was definitely feeling sorry for them. Really? Like, as a human being, you can't look at that and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to be happy if the building falls on you. Mm. Like, it was... When they both started crying, and he says to her, nothing else matters except us, I was like, oh, God. We started to root that's... for an incestuous relationship from the end. That's, yeah. why, that's what Game of Thrones did to us. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally... Well, they failed to do it with John and Danny, because nobody was rooting for that. <laughs> nobody was rooting for that. Was, oh, if you talk about worst relationship, it has to be that. Yeah, one. yeah. There's no chemistry. No, there's absolutely no chemistry. Did you did you watch the HBO? Um, I suppose you all didn't. Last you're watch. all broken. Did you watch the last watch? It's still in the box. I haven't been able to. I, 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 haven't, I haven't looked at it either. But I've seen the clip. Yeah. I've seen a clip of Kit Harrington crying when he reads that he's gonna. But he oh. yeah, so ends up they killing. They got the scripts a few days before. Apparently, yeah. But he he hadn't read it. He hadn't hmm. read it. So that was yeah. He only read at the table, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Also, Bron, sorry, is the other good shout. I liked Bron's relationship with Tyrion and his relationship with Jamie. Bron's relationship with money is Bron- the only relationship that matters. Oh, no, Bron, <laughs> I think Bron loved, loved those brothers. I think it always showed up. Yeah, for sure. That, no. Deep down, he was, he was a big Lannister guy and yeah. he loved the two of them. We're going to move on to most impactful character, which is a wide enough remit, I accept. <laughs> it's huge. Mm. So you might lead the way in this one. Um, I'm going to go with Ned because I felt like with nine episodes... Ned had a huge impact across the entire season. And up into season eight, when they're still talking about being Starks and Theon's still talking about being a Stark and John, and you can see the influence on Arya. Like, I just think they were still talking about how great Ned Stark was in season eight. Mm. And you still felt his impact across all of that. I, that that's a good testament for the actor as well. Like, Sean Bean's brilliant. Mm. But he had a huge impact. Like, he brought... His legacy kind of seeped through it the yeah, whole Yeah, yeah. And everyone series. seemed to be affected by it. Like I think didn't Varys bring it up at one stage about how great Ned Stark was as a man like way way after he died so it was still having a huge impact in the kingdom and the hands of the like that's what really upset me about that small council scene when Tyrion sat in that seat because I was like Ned Stark sat in that seat this isn't a joke mm. it's not funny like that's a really honourable seat to be sitting in so I think he had a massive impact yeah it's a good shout what are you going for lads I'm probably going to go for Littlefinger um, like really yeah. he's the one who kicked the whole thing off really <laughs> yeah. yeah like without him there's no battle of the, f- of the five kings without I think the, he was the, done off early too early I think he yeah I didn't buy into his I didn't buy into the whole kind of yeah, thing where, like where, where the sisters were going to where he was trying to manipulate the sisters I never I never really believed that they were actually up against each other 
that the like that sensibly the area was a threat and vice versa. I must have been stupid. I, I did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't, didn't see it happen. And I don't know how Littlefinger couldn't see it coming either. Him being who he is, he couldn't know. have got that far without. Yeah, without his set of skills would have allowed him to see that. Like two, two, two young girls outplay him. But without, without the death of John Aaron, none of this happens. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, and he kind he of says everything in process. Yeah, he says yeah. everything in motion. So I'd go for him. Other than like, it's hard. It should have been. We should be talking about Jon Snow. We should be talking about Jon Snow. Be. With the right ending yeah. of the show. Yeah. You know, You're we should be right. talking about Jon Snow. Because it is Jon yeah. Snow's story, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's, he is like the archetypal like, hero's journey, isn't it? This rising from nothing. Coming a kid, like it's like Luke Skywalker revealing that you've mm. got Jedi powers, so he's actually a Targaryen, yeah. and then going on to ru- to rule the world. Well, because of that ending, and I think I'm looking at it on far more of a surface level here. My most impactful character is Tyrion, because of the hand he had in pretty, pretty much, much every <laughs> major story arc, getting involved yeah. with every family from the very start. Very good development as well which I think is very important when it comes to uh, an impactful character because he kind of is part or he is kind of uh, a little cog in the wheel that is our understanding of Game of Thrones it's like oh my opinion can change of him now granted with Tyrion our opinion of him changed very quickly it was only the opening couple of episodes that yeah. we disliked him it wasn't like Jamie, where it was the opening couple of seasons starts off as a dirty little git that's ends, it ends up as a funny little git yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. now the thing is I will, I will completely accept anybody who disagrees with that because his last couple of seasons were disastrous but then again you could argue his disastrous. impact was greater because yeah. he caused a disaster he was making mistakes you know? uh, on a couple of occasions mm. so uh, I think but he had a lot a of time huge walking around like this yeah. With yeah. His brow really In the last two episodes, he was walking around a lot, yeah. wasn't he? Apparently, I think there was only like 17 minutes of dialogue in the last episode. And yeah. The was just, it, went, it went down massively, didn't just it? Just writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and closing the page before the ink dried. Yeah. <laughs> blowing the ink. I'd gone for. Um, <laughs> the ink, yeah, it was yeah. so annoying. It was yeah. like, that ink's not dry. <laughs> so when, when like, uh, the, the Lannister ancestors looked at it, it's like, this is smudged. Who the hell is Jamie Lannister? Maybe <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. They all taught us. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone for a character whose poison <laughs> seeped through the veins of every single episode and every single season in all series. Cersei Lannister. I was about to say, I thought you were going to go for Tywin. Sorry. No, Cersei. Cersei had her claws in every single episode. It was like Cersei was the bad person, the bad villain. I think she was a great character, most impactful. Um, she had, obviously, three kids who had various um, story arcs in their own little sense that led to more uh, war and confusion and, and anger and angst and then you know she had a relationship with Jamie, a relationship with Tyrion Daenerys hated her Arya hated her John hated her Sansa. Um, Sansa hated her she was still standing in the last two episodes she was there at the start I think Cersei Lannister was the most impactful character in Game of Thrones good shout, mm, good good shout. shout. we're going to move on to best villain and I'm going to lead off with that as well while we stay on the, the Cersei <laughs> theme because for me Nobody comes close to Cersei as an absolutely top class blockbuster <laughs> villain. Just everything you want in your classic villain and everything that Game of Thrones does tell us about how characters change didn't pertain to Cersei Lannister, which was in a whole sense yeah, one but of the, you saw the reasons see. why she was exactly. that way. Mm. And, that was and you bought into it. And you yeah, believed that it, was so. important. You believed it. Yeah. I don't she think had, it, she had this wonderful Kira Knightley esque English obnoxiousness about her that just made you go. You're calling Kira Knightley obnoxious? No, but you don't know what Kira, Kira Knightley has this kind of posh, kind of a mm. posterior. She had that. Yeah. Well done. Hard to warm, it's hard to warm to. Explain some more. 
<laughs> Keep digging yourself in the hole. <laughs> she wrote, like, you, you throw Cersei Lannister into Pride and Prejudice. Yes, and that's she would tear I mean. the whole book up. Yeah. She, yeah. Would, she would, like, she's perfect for a Jane Austen novel. <laughs> she would absolutely tear that shit up. Exactly. Cersei Lannister. Throw her in anywhere and she'd be brilliant. She'd be my favourite character in any television show. Yeah, she's a good show. You know Karen Whitley or something? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not even a fan. Andy, it's like entirely possible he'd go, yeah. Oh, I'm not even a fan. Cersei. Well, yeah, Cersei, yeah. Who are we, who are we going for, guys? Oh, I have a few. I have, well, Ramsay is probably the one that's out now filling, isn't he? And mm. he was the one you were really happy died. Yeah. God, thanks to God, they got that fucker. Um, Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was my reaction. Joffrey is pretty good as well. And also Tywin. Yeah. Like we've, I feel like Tywin. I like Tywin, Tywin though. Tywin was probably one of the Oh, he was, yeah. but he was yeah, great. Yeah, but that, that thing yeah. that he did too, when Tyrion married um, the prostitute and then he got all, well, it was, she wasn't even a prostitute, it turns out in the end, yeah. he got all the soldiers to sleep with her. Oh my God, no, I was like... That, that wasn't true. It actually didn't happen. That wasn't true. It was, did it not happen? No, no, he just told Tyrion to make, yeah. make him feel bad, you know. I thought that Tywin did that. He probably came up with the story. Maybe he came up with the story. But he was evil. No, but he was a great character, wasn't he? Yeah. He was oh, and you felt Gans. the absence of yeah. him immediately as soon yeah. as he was gone. Yeah. He was brilliant in all those scenes. I don't know, because you look at the, like... It just goes from, like, I don't know, episode three of season eight, the villain is the Night Walk, and up to that point, the night, it's the night, night King, and then episode four, it's Danny, episode five, it's, like, and then it's Cersei, and, like, they keep changing it too much, and, like, I... Like, you'd say the Night King, but in the end, he was just wiped out too quick. Like, and it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah, it shouldn't be that he way. He was never a villain to you, though. He was my main man. Yeah. <laughs> no emotions. Like, in t- in Says a lot. <laughs> Pure. <laughs> I was glad to see Littlefinger <laughs> come to an end, even though... Was he a villain? So was he your best villain? Or was he just a meddling he little... Villain. He was a villain, wasn't he? he well, he was only self-serving. He was self-serving. Power, like, was he was the opposite of Varys. Because you never really found anything out about him in the end. Well... Yeah, there's you know? a bit of a good story behind him, like. But I guess you might have to. But well, what was there to find out? Like he wasn't from a big, a big, um, big home or family. No, no. I just, I, I like a complicated villain. And I like someone that is a bit of a chip on their shoulder, and there's a reason for everything they're doing. Like he just yeah. seemed to be like, I need to kill everyone. Okay, there wasn't really any. Like, Ram- biggest Ramsey, villain. Ramsey was the main thing. Is the is the showrunners? There you go. Has to be. But let's work. They murdered everybody. <laughs> That I, I'll, the script, I'll completely give you I, are you going for D&D as your uh, best villain that's what Andy's going for <laughs> Tommy uh, I remember this is best villain this best is somebody villain. you kind of love to hate no there is time in there I don't know like turns the most awful horrible vindictive Batman-esque Ramsey Bolton is like the Joker he was just there was no there was no reason to his madness like he was just a horrible person but Cersei is the best villain like, Cersei I agree with you Cersei is the best villain thank you very much Good, good to get that stamp of approval. <laughs> We've only got two more uh, things left. They're both surrounding moments. So we're going to do most stupid moment <laughs> next. There's quite a few contenders. Quite a few in recent memory. You don't need to look back too far. You don't really need to watch much of Game of Thrones back. Just yeah. uh, start with 2017 and uh, move on. Uh, what are you thinking, Sue? I, I'm still really annoyed about the dragon going north of the wall and I probably will be to my dying day. It made no sense. It was just a plot plot structure so they could get the dragon to pur- burn down the wall that was it so they had to get somebody to go north to bring somebody dead back to Cersei to prove that the dead were there so she wouldn't even enter the battle anyway yep. and come on it's Cersei they're going to know she's not going to help anyone who she ever helped in her entire life you got to try it was, though oh it was so so stupid 
It was so stupid. It's hard to argue against that as the most stupid moment. Yeah. Very hard to argue against that, given the well, there's quite a few consequences as well. Yeah. Like it literally created the Battle of Winterfell. And the well, the whole the whole point of the White Walkers in the end, we found out, was just to weaken Daenerys' army. It was yeah. the only reason. The only reason they were in the whole thing, because they don't have. There's no. There's no big reveal. There's no reason. We don't find out who they are, what they do, why they do it. Just, just there to weaken the news and give us this big battle sequence, and that's a spectacular show, and because it doesn't really, further, doesn't really further the plot. All it does is, in the outcome is that it weakens the army's armies. Mm. That's so it. What do you say? She loses her friend. What's your most stupid moment? There's a lot, <laughs> a lot, isn't it? A lot, especially you know, Rhaegal getting killed from the sky by a ship. Cersei standing there with all the guys ready to right, like all the people she wants to kill end yeah. the whole war mm. just standing right in front of her without, without even shooting them yeah um, Grey Worm not killing Tyrion or Jon like oh, all these big things like I've talked about Van Arya being able to change faces never doing it once in, in season 8 yeah. never doing it once like, Arya coming all the way down to King's Landing and then the hound turning around her in the porch and going here I thought that was a nice moment get out <laughs> why moment. did he bring her all the way down why did she go all the way down I know yeah it was it, it was, was so silly the, was so like silly. the horse the horse the white horse was not even there the next episode well, that was such a, <laughs> like what the hell was the white horse that was the most stupid moment I only remember <laughs> now yeah and what, and what about the line she says to John after like John walking around after seeing all the destruction like uh she says to John, I know a killer when I see one. Uh, hello, Arya. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, thanks for that, Arya. I wouldn't have seen that without you saying that to me. Well done, Sherlock. Like, like, yeah. So the horse is your moment. Actually, not like, more. Bran Stark becoming king of the Seven Kingdoms is the most <laughs> stupid moment in the history of television, never mind Game of Thrones. A guy who is your creepy cousin who goes and gets into Nirvana 25 years after they release your album is the guy you pick as your king of the entire Seven Kingdoms. It is actually so idiotic. It's beyond belief. Oh, uh, yeah. That or the horse the, the or, the, or the dragon. mod cousin, like, yeah. It's mad. It's just... Yeah, are you, yeah. Can you pick one? You can no, pick one. I'm just, I'm just can you pick one? now that we're bringing it back up again. The bloody democracy moment really pissed me off. It yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was like... I thought it was just illustrated. Too, like, yeah. We just, it, was, it, was like, it was like they had a mirror up yeah. and they were just checking their hair in the mirror and they were like, look at us. Like, we're going to make a joke about everybody talking about us on the outside. Like, yeah. they actually brought in, I think, the outside world in, into the episode there. Never mind the Starbucks cup or Ed Sheeran or any of those things. Like, or Aaron Rodgers. Was Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. yeah. They didn't focus or, in on him at least. I don't mind Mark with Donovan being in it. Mark was in it just for, yeah. for proper reasons. Like, but um, I just thought that democracy joke was just like, shut up, lads. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, fair, fair, it was fair so comment. stupid. Uh, right, I like the horse. I do like the horse. <laughs> the horse I felt like the horse was significant at the time. I was like, oh, this is. must mean something. Andy, what does the horse mean? So, uh, sorry, one more, one more. When John says to Bran, you tell them, and then we don't get to see the fucking moment where Sansa yeah. and Arya find out about John, and then there's never spoken about again. Was that time <laughs> jump more annoying than the time jump after John stabs Daenerys and then it goes to a month later? So... D- d- I was joking I was watching that before the people in LA right and I went 10 years later and then it kind of went jump forward in time and I was like shit I was only joking I rewinded yeah. it I thought, I thought my now TV skipped yeah, yeah. desperate <sighs> best moments <laughs> it kind of it, it's actually stu- we're laughing at, at Game of Thrones I know we're laughing at what once was the best television show ever made by some distance I can't we're laughing stop thinking at about the horse we're laughing at it like I mean this is how it ends sorry anyway let's finish on uh, best moments 
best moment. It's kind of hard to even think of the good moments. It's hard moments. now because all of those great moments, they have no, they have no they outcome. Have no they have no bearing on yeah. the outcome of the show. Yeah. Like, like Hard Home. Mm. Like John being revealed as that. Like, some of that people have theorised, like, that's not even confirmed in the books. So people have been, like, guessing at that and theorising about that before it was revealed in the show for so many years, you know. I can remember the first time asking my brother, what the hell does R plus L equals J mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was class, though, was this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was nine and he was telling me what it meant. Yeah, I know, like, it just... Back to those days. For, for me, the best moment, and it's kind of a weird one, I was, I was thinking about this, and it's actually the end of the very first episode when Bran gets pushed out the window. Really? Because A, we now know that Bran's a stupid character, but B, <laughs> that we kind of realised <laughs> kind of what Game of Thrones was. Like, this was the thing that I was like, oh my, okay. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. Mm. This is, this is, there's something different about this. And that was the moment yeah. that I knew this was going to be good. Yeah. And for me, that was the best moment for me. It was kind of that wide-eyed... Coupled oh, together with, like, yeah. the brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That yeah. yeah that, before that, it was like, okay, there's going to be some sort of zombie-like creature here. We knew that from the opening scene. We knew that there was going to be some, uh, like, War of the Roses-esque sort of uh, battle going on. There'll be a lot of diplomacy. But then you have that scene, and it's like, okay, this is a level above everything yeah, else we've yeah. seen. And then yeah. up until and then five. Um, what are you going for? I'm going to go for... I know it's a sad moment, but I'm going to go for Red Wedding because mm. I, I just think it's just an amazing scene. Yeah. And I love the bit where Catelyn just goes, why are you wearing your armour? And then you're like, we're in here, something's going on. And it just... It Attention. flies by. That TV is it, it just goes so quickly and Rob dying in front of Catelyn and her killing your one and then being killed herself. It's just... You're literally watching it going, how's... How's this happening? They've killed off half the major cast in one fell swoop. And you've no idea what this means or what's the implications. And it's just such a... Oh, it's a great... It's a great episode. I, I'd say it's I'm, such a great episode. I'm going to say on this one because it's that scene where... Do you know if someone says to you, oh, I started watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... How are you getting on? How far are you into it? Oh, I'm a couple of episodes. J- just wait. And like, you don't tell them. <laughs> you're in the back of your head. You don't tell them. To the wait till the Red Wedding because yeah. you don't want to give it away. But you're like, come back to me after that. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, you go back and watch it. It's just like I went back and watched it recently, and watching that episode, knowing what's coming up, you're like, it's it's brutal, brutal, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah it's, was that the peak of Game of Thrones? I think it was kind of ruined for me, the Red Wedding, because people were, did that to me. Just wait, as if they're not giving anything away. But, but I've watched Game of Thrones. When you say just wait, you know what's going to happen. Exactly. Gonna be, so when I got to that episode, I was like, okay, everybody's going to get killed off here. There's going to be brutal deaths. Oh, did you know? I can just imagine you <laughs> because it's so obvious. Somebody's like, just wait till that episode. And it's like, oh, everything's going swimmingly. Oh, I wonder what can thing. happen. It's Game of Thrones. So that was destroyed for me. Yeah, you poor thing. Me and Owen had some awful moments this year trying to avoid spoilers. Oh, yeah. Coming in and yeah, turning I off Twitter. Yeah, for you guys. And the two of us sitting here watching on a bloody phone before our episode. <laughs> I know. And the well, two of us looking at each other going... At least it wasn't brilliant. I think it was spoiled on me. <laughs> I think it was spoiled on me. I think it was spoiled on me. But not knowing it was spoiled yeah, until yeah. later on. Yeah, how spoiled was it spoiled? It was kind of how yeah, the question... Spoiled. I like the moment where Arya, I think at the end of season four, where she's on the ship sailing to Bravos, and where she finally gets passage to go. I just like that. Because up to that point, it was kind of dragging a little bit. You know, that was that's after, like, the Hound and, and Brienne have that big battle, and she kind yeah, of... Yeah. But then, like, I don't know, it just kind of, dra- it kind of just sucked me back in, the kind of the music, and she was sailing away, and, yeah, there were some great moments, like, in early doors, like... I wasn't a big fan of the Battle of Black Bottle Bay, but like the the when the Wildlands attack Castle Black, that's an amazing sequence. I mm. think that, like we hadn't seen anything like that before on TV, you know. And yeah, I, like 
I didn't. You kind of weren't surprised by John coming back, being resurrected. Did any of you or any of you guys when it happened? No. No. Kind of knew it was. Kind of theorized quite heavily as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's hard to pick one now out of the the way it ended. Like it should it should have been broken man. It should have been the reveal. But it was never going to work like that, was it? No, because we all knew we were in it. It was never going to work like that. Like that should have been the moment. Yeah. And then then no impact anyway. What do we do with ourselves? What, what's next for Off the Wall? Chernobyl. Chernobyl? Maybe. Well, well, <laughs> there is the prequel. Yeah, yeah explain this, because I heard you mention the name of it earlier it's on. It's called Blood Moon, and apparently it's... Twilight meets Game of Thrones. It's set in the, the golden that. age, the dawn of, like, the start, right back to the start of um, thousands of years before this uh, era of Game of Thrones, or Westeros. And it's like the, the golden age of man of men the dawn of mankind in Westeros and then kind of charts to descend into a little bit more chaotic times cast Naomi Watts is the lead in it some good supporting actors and I think it's Jennifer Ross's wife is the showrunner so yeah and when do we think that's going to be out I don't know probably next year at some stage I think it was next year they were saying end of next year we might still be here we'll try we'll try and do a few podcasts before the end of this year and uh, at some point will we get around to reading the books non-book readers I'd reread I'm I'm going to read my brother has them all at home I'm ready now I, I started reading um, Egg and Dunk or, um, yeah Egg and Dunk's great little I, I've, I'm a bit into that yeah it's good so we're going to start big. the, only the off the wall book club <laughs> <laughs> we should do um, folks it's been a pleasure uh, send us in your best yeah oh yeah tell us oh yeah please best, do uh, best bit and all that yeah we'll, we'll take the categories up and any, any category you want just send it on to us you know? yeah, yeah any, anything at all just comments with any game of thrones <laughs> you have oh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully please we need somebody <laughs> we need human yeah. contact after a very stressful <laughs> couple of weeks uh, this has been Off the Wall it's Off the Ball's Game of Thrones podcast so thanks to Discover Northern Ireland and their Game of Thrones territory boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan for more information log on to discovernorthernireland.com that is our lot for now we'll chat to you next time bye bye for now <laughs>